Here we are again, Chris. Living Room 101. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. We're back. Is it? Yeah. And there's been revelations galore this morning. Just in our sound, <laughs> just in our sound test. And uh, I've discovered that you haven't got a middle name. No, no middle name. And I've discovered that you've got two, which yes. just seems like too many, if I'm being honest. Hope to be honest, find, grow- hope, you, hope you're not offended by that. But I'm not, but growing up, it was a massive uh, asset. You know, when you were a kid, like things like being a good drawer, yeah, uh, yeah. Fa- a fast runner, oh. and um, and having a, two middle names. Because these things just like made your life a lot easier. You know what I mean? No, I don't see how two middle names is as good as being a fast runner. Well, okay then. Picture this scene. I was at Darlington Civic Theatre watching Roy Castle doing a oh. doing a one man show. Uh, yeah. Twenty four taps in one second. He held the world record for doing that. This was <laughs> when he was project- shut up. Twenty four presented- taps in one second. Yeah, when That's he presented tap, record breakers, tap, tap dancing. I should point out, tap dancing. Yeah, and um, he did a shout out to the whole theatre, all the kids there, um, whittling down the audience uh, to those that had two middle names. I forget why he was doing it. Now <laughs> I, I, I don't know why what the exercise was uh, in aid of, but um, I felt very special when there was only a handful of people with a hands mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. there you go. There's an asset. I've got this thing a little bit about middle names. Actually, actually, I really, really could have made it onto my 101 list. In fact, look, this is going to seem like a setup, but I, I actually want to go. You know, I mean, this is never going to get in, but I quite want to go for middle names as my right, first we could, one. We could do a okay. quick one. Go on, then you have middle names. <laughs> so to me, the point of a middle name is it should be like something a bit weird, like your mum's maiden name, like my little brother's Nicholas Curry. Adlington, who mm. curries mm. my mum's way. That I understand. The point of just giving another name, that's pointless. No, I totally disagree with you. And this is a man who has no middle name arguing for for uh, the abolishment almost of middle names. And I can't... Not I almost. Can't, no, I can't, I can't take that on board at all. I think and you, you don't have a middle because you don't have a middle name. You're just you're just anti middle names, and it's Listen. been a it's been a, b- a burden that you've had, that you've had to <laughs> shoulder throughout your childhood. People like lording it over you with their with their superb middle names. Some of which are just normal names. They're not no, they like never you know, they're not made, they're not maiden names. They're just they're just <laughs> extra extra names. They're great having a middle name. It's brilliant. It's no, and in no, fact no. it's really good having two. And also the other oh. the other thing is. The other thing is, um, I was a second child. So in my mum and dad's reckoning, they said, right, second child often gets overlooked. Let's give him two middle names. So that was part of part of their thinking. You know you know where I am in the, the order of things? Well, of my dad's children, I'm four of five. I mean, has there ever been a more, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a crapper number than to be – I'm not even the youngest – yeah. And um, my mum's children, I'm the middle of three. I mean, I am <laughs> Mr. Mr. Middle Child. Yeah. Um, well, can I think, you, hear the, you, know, you hear the drill in the background, by the way? I can hear the drill, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like more like an angle grinder. Is it an angle grinder? <laughs> no, that's a drill. Oh, okay. Do I need to close the window? The thing is, it's so hot. <laughs> I know it's hot, isn't it? But you need to um, close the window, I think. I do. Yeah. Have you got your eyes closed, by the way? Because I've got I'm topless. I should probably say that. I am topless. Oh, no. This is right, just I'm like, <laughs> this is one of the worst starts we've ever had, definitely. No, no, it's good. This middle names thing is, this is a hot topic. I'm closing the window. Right, I closed it. So, 
So, no, you, what, what you're doing is you're just coming for me. You're just coming for me no, instead I'm of addressing the issue. No, I genuinely, I know, I genuinely think, it, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a middle name. And, like, <laughs> you know, who am I to sort of this other people's there's, middle names? There's nothing oh. wrong with going shopping with a bag and then having another bag in case you need, you know, you get a bit more shopping than you thought, and then having another bag just yeah. oh, an extra, you know, to be extra sure, and then having another bag. Well, there's absolutely nothing and then wrong having, with that. And then having another bag, and then having another bag, and another bag. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's pointless. Chris, you've just talked about six bags. We're not talking about six middle names. We're talking about <laughs> two middle names. There's nothing no, wrong with two middle names. But it's completely it's like, superfluous. What do you need more names for? Because it's filling out your child's identity. I remember at primary school, everyone was like quite embarrassed by their middle name. <laughs> I don't remember anyone who was like, check out my middle name. Oh, um, okay. my, my best friend was John, and I remember his middle name was Kenneth. And uh, that was a secret shame. You know, it shouldn't have been. Don't get me wrong, but it, it was. Um, mm. And I'll accept one to give you an this option is- later in life. Like if you started your professional life and there was another writer called Tom Collinson, I do accept it could be useful. But your parents, sorry, your parents were just being greedy. No, I disagree. I think I think they were just enjoying and expressing the full the full kind of um, opportunity of um you know the naming process yeah but why stop there why not go the full prince louis some people do do that they do why why not why not why not because that kid has got you know doesn't want to well can i take your full name no i'm really sorry i don't actually have time i i need to get on you know with my day (laughs) so you were you were 100 percent cool with not having a middle name growing up no i wasn't i hated it well, there I you really go. I wanted one. I rest my case. But 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 here's the annoying thing for me, right? My parents were like, um, your name was a bit too long. Um, Christopher Adlington is quite a long name. Then my little brother got one. He's Nicholas Adlington. That's pretty much as long. Yeah, they haven't um, got a to stand on. Yeah. But my, my little brother's middle name is my mum's maiden name. And my <laughs> older brother is called David, but David is his middle name because my dad's name is Peter. I think I might have said this before, but <laughs> um, but then my older sisters, no middle names. My dad, mm. no middle name. Mm. Mm. Well, Fascinating, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but, but look, it's not look, going in. There's no, no way it's going in in any form. I know. I know. Well, I know. then, you know. <laughs> Are you feeling hot? I'm quite warm, especially now that window's closed. Yeah. Um, I've, I've I can't believe a... you're going... Is this, the, <laughs> is this the first time you've gone topless? The first time I've gone topless since the heat wave? I've, I mean, I've... In, on the podcast. Oh, the first time on the podcast. Although this week yeah. I've barely had a top on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's my first topless podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> you've got your top on, have you? I have. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know, really. I mean, now you ask. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Um, you, do you but, ever go um, topless? Would you ever go topless yeah, in the park? Of course I do. I, I'm, I'm in the, same the park? As, I'd sort of... <laughs> I had an experience once where um, we were at Clapham Common and um, with some <laughs> friends and um, the, fr- the, like, the female friend of Mel, 
just went topless. Like, in, <gasps> it was really, yeah, what? in a London park. In a London what? park. I mean, it's sort of like, uh, it was it was kind of weird. It was weird. Everyone was sort of like, it was unspoken, you know, that thing of... Yeah, of course it was. People were looking at each other and said, well, we don't want to be kind of yeah. illiberal here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But everyone was kind of looking at giving each other the side eye. And um, it was quite a... That is, a, like, that is quite bold, bold. bold as brass, that. Bold as brass, wasn't it? Is, she, is she just generally a bold as brass person? Uh, oh, yeah. No, she uh, she plays a saw and lives in a van. <laughs> Okay. Was there was there a bit of an unspoken sexual undercurrent? <laughs> it was quite asexual, really. <laughs> was it? And it's sort of a, well, it was just, you know, because it was like in a group of friends and you, I don't know, it just didn't f- feel that sexy. It was just like a kind of... <laughs> sexy? It's just a, it was like a weird... <laughs> <laughs> Such a good word. <laughs> Did you get like a flash of sort of Keith Barron from Duty Free? (laughs) It's the sort of word he would use, isn't it? It's such an 80s word. I love it. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is. What's she like? Oh, she's really sexy. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) Sexy. I know, yeah. I love, what I quite love to do is to replace the word sexual, where you'd say sexual with the word sexy. So you can say, say, did you have sexy intercourse? (laughs) Yeah. It's Keith Barron from Duty Free, and it's like, um, it's it's Arnold Rimmer from Red Dwarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the like. Yeah. Yeah. These these are sort of like cultural uh, touch points, really. Um, <laughs> oh, but um, <laughs> but uh, no, it's just yeah. weird. It was just weird, really. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, call me old fashioned, but it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else saw it was weird. Um, In a public place, that is that is weird. Well, I don't know. I think it's a London park, isn't it? You know, maybe <laughs> maybe on Hampstead Heath. You know, you'd like go. Oh yeah, no, I can see that. But like on Clapham <laughs> Common. You know, there's no features. It's just a flat piece of grass <laughs> with a lot of traffic. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of traffic around. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Still, still, why not, eh? Enjoy your own yeah. body. I mean, I'm topless right now, so, you know. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. why not? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm, you know, there's nothing, I've got nothing against it. <laughs> That's nice. It was just, it was just yeah, a weirdness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I bet people are relieved that I'm, I'm just letting it go. Yeah, I bet they are. Um, so, so yeah. middle names isn't going in? No, it's definitely just not Just to be clear. In. Okay. Yeah. Um, so go on. What have you got for me? You know how last week we had like quite a personal one from you, um, which was yeah. about the sort of like the shortening of the word pledge. Yeah. Um, well, I've got quite a personal one um, this week as well. <laughs> okay. Um, just caveat it that way that uh, it might not necessarily do the nation a service by getting rid of this, but um, maybe we can find a way of applying it. But um, okay. so in our kitchen, yeah, we've got um, we've got a long cupboard um, at the end of the units, yeah. And um, yeah. basically, um, I want to put that in because so, every time. Can can we just be clear about this? A long cupboard is in its long top to bottom, not front to back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's top to bottom. It's top to bottom. And, is it long um, and thin? Is it a long thin? It's one? long and thin. Yeah, it's long and thin, but it's so thin, so thin. I mean, how thin um, are we talking? Ooh, Five inches? <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, it's it's a bit. Oh, it's a bit more than that. Um, it's, I don't know. It's probably about 10, inches. It's a long, thin 10 incher. Yeah. 
Oh God, right. it's it's gone quite sexy again. <laughs> oh my Keith Barron the spirit of Keith Barron he's alive and well <laughs> but it's actually 10 inches <laughs> it's actually 10 inches <laughs> it's actually yeah. 10 inches wide yeah it's the girth it's the girth oh yeah <laughs> um, so anyway the girth of this cupboard yeah the girth of this yeah. cupboard is, yeah, yeah, is, yeah, such, yeah. is such that um, we call it the utility cupboards, yeah? And we've got two <laughs> utility cupboards. We've got that one. Oh, what does yeah, that yeah. mean? What it's a utility mean? cupboard. But is, it, right. is, that like, is that like the utility room where the washing machine is? So in my head, well, what you've got in there is just like things for the washing machine. No, no, no. Um, it's, it's, it's a utility cupboard where you keep like you know, useful things in. So a useful cupboard. Have you got a useful drawer? Well, don't be ridiculous. Everything's useful in a kitchen. If it's not useful, it shouldn't be in there. Do you have a drawer with things that you put in there, like sundry things? You know what I mean? What do you call that then? It's got the scissors in. Yeah. What do you Um, call that? The second drawer down. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, normal people call it the useful cupboard or or the utility drawer or whatever it is. Uh, Anyway, we've got this... um, what? <laughs> Do you like Jim Owen? Do you know the yes. comedian Jim Owen? Yeah, he's funny. I remember funny. years ago, this must be about 20 years ago, but he had a very funny song about that drawer. It's called Did he? It, it, This Drawer is Full of Shit or something. It's a really yeah. good, really good comedy yeah. song about that drawer. And what did he call the drawer? I, oh, I can't remember. I think that's maybe the point of the song is what to call it. I can't, I can't quite remember. What to call it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I moved into a well, I moved my stuff into a storage unit and thought about moving into it myself. Mm. Um, I was living with my brother in the flat just before we moved in there, so there was a lot of his stuff involved yeah. in the move. And um, he 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 got loads of boxes, yeah, and he labelled them. So one of one of the labels said uh, "shit from under the desk," yeah, <laughs> that was one of his labels. And then and then I look and then I looked in, into one of his plastic bags. Because <laughs> uh, he had a lot of plastic bags, and there was like there was this piece of metal. <laughs> there was this piece of metal and a couple of magazines, yeah. And that was that was the, <laughs> oh. that was the sum total of the bag. And I showed him it. I said, "What? Why are you storing this? You know what? Like, I am a, I am about to carry this from the boot of the car into the storage unit, and I'm objecting about carrying it because it's just got this random piece of metal and two magazines." And he said, and he was, he started laughing. He's gone, yeah. Um, but he wanted to keep them. I said, oh. why are you just oh, throw them God. away? That um, is my idea of hell. I like, I, I partly live my life in an attempt never to have to cart a plastic bag with two magazines and a bit of metal into a storage unit. Like, <laughs> no, that's yeah. why I hate pizza cutters. You know, I just don't yeah. want that shit. Yeah, we're back on the dojo, aren't we? We're the kind of. <laughs> The Chris Adlington dojo. I mean, actually, God, maybe we've got a real insight here. Because yeah. like, the fact you haven't got a middle name, that's very you, isn't it, that? Are you sure you never had a middle <laughs> yeah, name? that's true. That's true. You've really, you've pared down your name. Do you think I, I, I said to them when I was about four, so I don't really remember it, but I was like, can we drop this? I don't yeah. need the middle name. Or, I mean, or you know, like it's just a, a, <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of like, you know, you've, You've never had a middle name, so it's like it's shaped your life where, you know, everything's pared down, 
no, there's no su- yeah. superfluous stuff in your life, you know, and it could all stem from the fact you, you didn't have an Ill, a middle name. God, just when you said that, that really like hit home. I really felt that. Did it? Yeah. I was like, oh, God, God. that's kind of Sorry. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, um, what does dojo mean? Dojo is is a, a Japanese room, isn't it? And I think it's kind of like a, a a room where it's part of a temple. I think where you go and meditate. Yeah. Oh right. I believe. Yeah, that's right. Or you practice your martial so, arts, and it's got oh, nothing so the, in it. So my dojo is my room with nothing in it. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah, down yeah. with that. Yeah. I got onto that from. Uh, I did an interview with Henry Rollins once, and he used to talk. He's very like you. Because um, he said, wow. like, I mean, this, that was a that was a huge sentence. A, the revelation you've been hanging out with Henry Rollins, and then saying he's mm. very like me. So he's definitely well, who I've always modelled myself on. I'm a, he just I'm likes, a <laughs> he just likes to uh, pare everything down. And he said, you know, when he moves house, he'd just have a weight set in the garage, and that's it. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> that's then, my dream. And then, it, well, not the weight the do- set, obviously, but you know, and the rest of his house would be a dojo. That's um, um, kind of interesting because he's he's sort of technically traveling light there because he doesn't have much stuff. But the irony is the mm. one thing he has to carry is a mm. set of weights. Yeah. There's a certain poetry to that, isn't there? Well, he writes poetry as it, as it happens. <laughs> <laughs> he's an interesting fella. Yeah. Do you know, um, I watched Heat the other night, the smash mm-hmm. hit 90s crime drama, and he's in that. Yeah, he I, is. I've forgotten he had a bit of a. Do you remember that period where Henry Rollins was like became an actor, but then he also um, presented Robot Wars? Did he? Yeah. You're not thinking of Craig Charles, are you? <laughs> no, no, definitely, definitely. I didn't I'm know he presented Robot Wars. I'm saying definitely in that way people say it when they're really what they're thinking is, please tell me he did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, oh, oh, oh no, okay, I'm not quite right, but I'm almost right. He, he presented, possibly even worse, Scrap Heap Challenge. Are you sure he did? I'm certain. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Oh, okay. Um, um, Robert Llewellyn and Henry Rollins. Robert Llewellyn, also from Red Dwarf. Yeah, he presented, but Rob, Henry Rollins is not in Red Dwarf. <laughs> no, it's just you said, was I thinking of Craig Charles, who is from... Oh, yeah. Red Dwarf. <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> I love the hesitation. Of, <laughs> I'm not sure if anything's right because you haven't got an instant Google. Um, yeah. Oh, hang, yeah. hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on a full, minute. Here we go. <laughs> full Metal Challenge. A spin-off from 2003 that had teams from around the world. The right. winners that- were the Aquaholics from the UK. It was uh. hosted by Kathy Rogers and Henry Rollins. It lasted one season. Oh, oof, so he, oof. He actually, he actually presented Full Metal Challenge. Mm. Anyway, he's um, he's uh, he's very muscly man. He's very oh, yeah. built, but he's quite a small chap. Um, really? And um, I mean, this interview is very interesting. Um, How small? He had a, um, I'd say he's probably about five foot eight. Really? Or, yeah, five foot eight, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Wow, okay. Um, but why, anyway, we digress. Why are we talking about him? <laughs> oh, because he has a dojo. Yeah. He has a dojo. Yeah. But getting back to the uh, cupboard in my kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah. The long, thin one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so what happens is I go, to the, I go to the utility cupboard, yeah? 
Yeah. And um <laughs> and without fail, yeah, without fail, the things that are stored in the utility cupboard, which uh, believe it or not, are really long and thin items, yeah. <laughs> they 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 without fail catapult themselves uh, out out of the cupboard uh, onto me. Yeah. 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 And to the point where to the point where now I kind of think they're doing it on purpose, you yeah. know. They they they're sort of if I was yeah. to have a little, you know, put a secret camera in there, then you know, there'd be a there'd be a little kind of oh, shh, shh, he's coming, he's coming, come on. now, now get ready, lads, get ready, lads. You know, make this a good one, make this a good one. You, <laughs> you know, are you, you know, broom, are you ready, broom? What about what about the long bit of the vacuum? You, yeah, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> come on, we're gonna make this a good one. Go make this a good one, right? Right, he's coming. What about floor cleaner of the kitchen? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make this a good one. Ah, the door opens and then whoosh, they're out and they're on me. Oh, it's like the young and then. And then trying to bloody, and then you know, so there'll be that those those items are in there, obviously, and then there'll be sundry bits of maybe like rolls of wrapping paper or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And like, and then and then you're trying to to get them back in. <laughs> you know, invariably I've like got Teddy like holding him with one hand mm. and like trying to, and then trying to do the the, the cupboard with the other, and, and it's just and they're so unwieldy, and like the wrapping paper gets caught up in it, and then it the gets ripped. And brushes in there, isn't it? The dustpan and brush loves it. <laughs> yeah. It's in there. It's egging them on. It doesn't. It doesn't do the catapult. It can't. It can't kind of catapult no, no, itself no. out. No, but it, the it, others... it, it hangs around at the bottom, getting in the way, enabling oh, if you, the catapult yeah. in a way. Well, it enables it in terms of if you want to get the dustpan and brush, then you have to go through the forest of uprights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, before yeah, you can yeah, actually yeah, get yeah. even a finger onto the dustpan and brush, and then the dustpan and brush has separated itself. Yeah, of course. Like, it has. Somehow it's separated itself. You put it in together. You put the brush bit into yeah, the yeah. into the pan bit, yeah. and they went in together. How did they separate in that time? <laughs> Unless of, it did it um, itself. There's a bit of bubble wrap in there, isn't there? There's, there's a long a little sheet of bubble wrap. Yeah, because you thought, like, oh, I'll keep that bubble wrap because one day you know I, might co- have to, yeah. I might have to mail somebody a mug. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's yeah. and then there's the artisan wrapping paper. Yeah. Of like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the kind of like the brown paper that you think is, yeah. is that greaseproof paper or is that actually like posh wrapping yeah. paper that, yeah. that people are going to, oh, it's artisan. Yeah. That's in there from like, I don't know, 10 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And that's. That gets involved. That's like oh, egging them all on. And there's some Christmas wrap. Obviously, there's some Christmas wrap. Yeah. You know, there's, there's the, Christmas um, wrap. There's the wrap that was left over from last Christmas that you're not throwing away because you use that next Christmas, but you won't. You'll buy some more wrap and yeah. then you'll remember you got that Christmas wrap. I once bought a whole, it was like a book of Christmas wrap. It was like artisanal, old school Christmas wrap, but it was like in a book. And I mm. was, um, I was going to see my brother in the States for Christmas. So I took it in my bag, completely mm. forgot I had it, used really crap wrapping paper that I managed to buy there in some crap shop, and then brought the wrapping paper all the way back mm-hmm. and then realized I had it like when I got back. And that is just me in a nutshell. That thing of like, mm. I'm, I'm exactly the person that for efficiency's sake, I'll take my keys out before I cycle home and put them in like a different pocket that'll be really easy to access when I get home so I can just open the door. And then I'll mm. get home, I'll forget I've done that. And then I'll fish around in my bag, getting really annoyed because my keys aren't where they normally are. And then I yeah. remember I put them in the efficiency pocket, but <laughs> it's been worse than, you know, worse than if I just left them where they were in the first place. So, can I make an observation? Yeah, go on. Um, so in a lot, a lot of ways, we we talk quite a lot um, 
over the course of doing this podcast mm. about you sort of striving towards uh, <laughs> dojo efficiency status. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, but that story there about sort of, you know, failing to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the, the observation I'm going to make is that um, if you didn't fail to do that and you just did have dojo status and you were 100% efficient all the time. Yeah. yeah? Oh God, that'd be good. It would be awful though for everyone else. Why? Well, because it, you, it'd make you really boring. No, because it? I'd have more time to be really fun and funny. Yeah, but the fun and funny bit is the you getting it wrong, isn't it? <laughs> because I'm a human, and you're because you're human, and like, I'm not a robot. and you're. But I just wonder if you're like you know you're striving to get to this efficiency status, and if one day you achieve that then suddenly all your friends are just like drift away and just say, oh, well, he's just, you know, doesn't need us anymore. You know, or would I like, just cut you away? You know, cut. I'd be like, I don't need them anymore. I've got into meditating now. I'm just going well, like, to spend maybe. my life sitting in this room in my dojo. <laughs> do you remember, uh, do you remember the film clockwise? <laughs> um, with John, please. <laughs> yeah. Up to date references. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, all yeah. I really remember is him bashing his car with that branch, but, yeah, that's that's oh, forty that's, towers, isn't it? Is it? Oh, I thought that was yeah. clockwise. I remember he's getting really frustrated because he has to get somewhere. Is he not a school teacher? Yeah. Anyway, I do sort of vaguely remember clockwise. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Well, you know the character. Um, I forget her name, the actor, but she's she's now in Afterlife, isn't she? And sits on the bench with Ricky Gervais, Penelope Wilton. Thank you, thank you, Chris. And um, she is his sort of ex girlfriend in that, isn't she? And sort of like um, right. he looks her up, and sort of she helps him out, and she sort of um, loves his the way he always gets things wrong, and he's sort mm. of trying to he tries to sort of like say no, no, I'm super efficient now. Everything oh, is like God. by the clock. Everything's mm. by the clock, and I get it right and stuff like that. But she loves the bit that's all about getting it wrong. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. And um, mm. that's often the way, isn't it? We all thought, sort of think we're um, the things you know that are faults, like. Um, you observe it in other people. Uh, obviously, like I suppose it's an obvious thing, but they're the most endearing things about the other person, and them, mm. them sort of like getting it wrong a little bit. You know what I mean? So I'm and, John Cleese, um, and you're Penelope Wilton. <laughs> um, she's got very big nostrils, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she does a lot of nostril acting, I think. <laughs> yeah, but they're very expressive. They are expressive nostrils, don't yeah, they? Yeah. You wouldn't want to, but they're big you, enough. You wouldn't want her to lose them from her acting <laughs> repertoire. Yeah. Um, they're not as big uh, yeah. as Chris Barry's in the British Empire and Red Dwarf, are they? He, both actually Wilton and Barry are, are from the school of nostril acting, aren't they? And they sort of, <laughs> it's the nostril that comes first in any facial expression of theirs. Um, and you know, sort of everything else comes after. Um, yeah. I'm not, cast, you know, Wilton I really like, oh, but she will often. Great. Yeah. She'll often play the same kind of character, and I really like to see her play something a bit different. Because oh, it's this sympathetic what like older. To, what would you like to see her play? I don't know. It's just something really with edgy. You know what I mean? Really sort Sid of like Vicious. just very. Uh, what sort of as a kind of bi bio? Well, like well, yeah. Well, I mean, they've done Sid and Nancy, but you could yeah. do a remake. No, that Maybe would be like brilliant. Play, you could do a play version, right? Where you did Sid yeah. and Nancy. And yeah. um, Penelope Wilton was Sid. Sid, and yeah. Nancy was played by um, um, Liam Richard Bryce, but he's not around. <laughs> Liam Payne from One Direction. 
Oh, I don't know about that. I think I think it would um, be really different casting, though, wouldn't it? I mean, it'd be like, yeah, it would. I think Penelope wouldn't could play Sid Vicious. That'd be really good. Yeah, I and don't, then <clears throat> yeah, and then I don't think, yeah, Liam probably wouldn't be great as Nancy. But I think for Nancy, um, someone like um, Barry Cryer. <laughs> That's a great shout. That's a great yeah. shout. I was thinking yeah. maybe Kevin Watley from Inspector Morse, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good as well. <laughs> yeah, but Barry Cryer. Yeah, I'd like to see Barry that. Cryer and um, uh, you... Bernard Cribbins. <laughs> Is he still alive? Uh, I don't know. I love He's one of those Cribbins. people. I'm not. Sh- I love, Crib- love Cribby. Cribbins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's, and I think you know Richard about, Cryer's died. I was thinking about Bernard well. Cribbins. Cribbins very sexy. <laughs> you think Bernard Cribbins is sexy? Oh, I thought it was going to be funny, but you didn't laugh. <laughs> no. Um, do you think it's um, worth pitching this idea? What Penelope Winton playing Sid Vicious? What, Actually, let's not let's not team her up. Let's just have that. You know, we don't need a Nancy. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's Sid Vicious is like really early years, like childhood. So Penelope Winton playing okay, him as a you child. Could, you're a playwright. You could do a monologue, yeah. one one person show. Yeah. And it's a Sid Vicious monologue from when he's like about 16, maybe just yep. getting involved with the Sex Pistols. Um, yep. And Penelope Wilton plays him. I yeah, mean, I would good. pay to see that at the Almeida Theatre. Well, that's what I'd like to see her, her play. Rather okay, than these good. kind of, wow. you know, sympathetic older older characters, you know, um, which I think yeah, she gets sort yeah. of uh, put in a box a bit, a little bit. Um, but she's made hay out of that. That's, that's fine. Fair. You know, that's fair. Anyway, this cupboard, so it's unbelievable. <laughs> and so there's these wires as well. There's, there's, if you've got like, we've got like this mounted vacuum cleaner that, 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 um, charges itself. Sorry. You know, it's cordless. Sorry. It charges itself mounted. when you plug the, the charger bit <laughs> is like mounted at the back of the cupboard. So you have uh, to put the, so you have to go through the forest to put the, to put uh, the um, vacuum cleaner in to get charged. Yeah. And then the wire has to come out the cupboard oh, and, and fit into a, a socket in the wall. So there's wires getting involved oh, as no, well. Oh, no, 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 um, no, no. Come out the cupboard yeah. so you can't properly close yeah. the door. No, 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 Not when it's being charged. Not when it's being charged. No, no, no. And then, and then the other thing is oh. the, t- the tins, the useful tins, yeah, the utility tins. Yeah. That have all sorts yeah. of things and the lid won't fit on the top of the tin of because you've got... The little bit of uh, paint that was used to paint your hallway. Are they a little bit of paint, super glue, batteries? Are they dead batteries that have gone in there that you're waiting to chuck out, or are they live batteries? You know, um, paper clips. Nobody knows. Uh, you know, <laughs> when was the last time I used a paper clip? You know, 1989, probably. Mm. Like, masses mm. of paper clips mm. in there. Staples, again, stapler. When did we use a staple? We've got staples, though. Um, mm. Raw plugs, you know? Yeah, raw plugs, yeah. Those um, light bulbs, but they're for like a spotlight. So they've got a kind of little, mm. like a, two mm. little prongs coming out the yes. end. There's always one of those yeah. in there. That's what, there's one of those in there. That's why you can't like, that's why you can't dash the tin on the floor out of frustration. Yeah. Because you know, there's light bulbs, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. There's your bulbs. Oh. And then, and then. You know, even I've even more that. frustratingly, you you have the urge to dash the tin, yeah, on the floor, mm. so that everything just mm. spills out, and then you'll mm. then you'll accidentally knock it off, and everything will spill out anyway. But you didn't have the yeah, the, the satisfaction mm-hmm. of of dashing it. 
I've got I've got another beef with the utility cupboard. And that is when you finally think you need it, you're like, I think the fuse has gone on this lamp. I need a three amp fuse. And you think I'm off to the utility cupboard. It's finally going to come, come good. You can't find a three amp fuse in there. It never has the thing that you need. You still have to go to the shop for the thing that should be in the utility cupboard. Yeah. I mean, then, you know, because I'm pretty sure growing up, we had a useless drawer. We would call it the useless drawer. Um, and and yeah. I think that probably came from the fact that of what you just ex- explained, that when you go in there, it's supposed to be useful, but it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It's actually useless. So why not because chuck everything out? I mean, keep the broom and the hoover, but everything else, just chuck yeah. it out. Yeah, I've got the understairs cupboard. It's got okay. all sorts of things in there. It sounds quite big, though, that you could, like, you know, room for the yeah, they're not true. They're not going to jettison... They're not going to jettison <laughs> themselves at you when you open it, no? No, it's not a long, thin one. Uh, um, yeah, oh, okay, right. So hang on, you're asking me to put your long, thin 10-incher in. <laughs> um, I yeah. mean, we just then, talking about your utility cupboard. Well, we were going to talk about whether this can be widened out, weren't we? I mean, this is what happens, and I guess this is the reason I wanted to talk to you about it, because I wanted to know if you have this experience and you, you share this mm. annoyance. Um, and if, if so, then maybe we can widen this out to utility cupboards everywhere. Just get yourself sorted. Mm. Get yourself, you know, into that zone of real usefulness and organizedness, you know. Um, cupboards, please. Because don't, don't be, like, conspiring to make all mm. of our lives more annoying when we open you. You know, but, please don't conspire in but, the dark. Shh. He's coming. Yeah. Let's make this a good one, lads, and and throw yourselves yeah, at look, me when I open this. Listen, look, you're Go blaming on. the cupboard. Does the fault yeah. not lay at your own two feet? Shouldn't you no just go how... to that cupboard, take everything out, get rid of everything you don't need? You know, your plastic bag with two magazines and a bit of metal in it. You know, all that stuff you just get rid of, so that that's what the cupboard is protesting, actually. The cupboard is protesting overfill. It's saying we're squashed in here. We don't need to be in here with this tiny tin of Farrow and Ball paint you once got as a tester. We don't need to mm. be in here with old wrapping paper you're never going to use. Please, mm. it's, you know, keep keep us essentials. It's a little bit us and them in that cupboard, you know. Keep the mm. essentials, get rid of everything else, and we won't catapult at you. It, and and that's what they're protesting. Whereas you're you're blaming the cupboard. It's not the cupboard's fault. I don't know. I think that what I would argue, Chris, is in mm. the event that of um, space being at a premium, which mm. is the situation in our flat and in that kitchen, yeah. we designed it ourselves. You know, we we should have put in a double. You know, ideally, we would have put in a, a double girth cupboard, but. Sorry, this is... We haven't got the space for it. We haven't got the space for it. What? This is quite a big revelation. You're telling me that you personally designed the utility cupboard? The We designed the kitchen. So when you get a new kitchen, when we moved in this flat, we, we got a new kitchen and we designed it because you design it in in collaboration with the kitchen company is going to fit your kitchen. No, I mean, so I, you, you sit down and you go... You go I'm not a dog. Like, you know, I understand what designing a kitchen is. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. question. Did you design well, yeah. the utility cupboard? 
Well, there was a space, okay? We knew we needed a cupboard for our upright items, yeah? Brooms and the like, okay? And so there was a mm. space by the window that mm. lent itself to said cupboard, okay? Now, ideally, if we'd had a mm. bigger wall, yeah, and a bigger kitchen space, we'd have doubled the, the, the girth mm. of that cupboard. But we didn't. We only had that space right. left, and we needed mm. all the other space out of the wall for cupboard space because it was a, a massive right. premium. And um, Very interesting so, Very interesting. So what happened was, what happened was, we put um, that in. But but what my what my argument is, in the event <laughs> of space being at a premium, yeah. So when you've got like a cupboard that is very very small, yeah. And you're saying that it's me going into that cupboard. I should organise that cupboard better. And um, but the thing is, I do do that from time to time. And no matter how many times I do that, all of these things get themselves mixed up again. Um, and so. I'm pretty sure it's a dynamic mm. within that mm. cupboard that's at fault. It's it's the items like as I said about before about the dustpan and brush. It goes in together, mm. comes out separate. Something's happening in there. They're all conspiring to make mm. our lives more annoying. And that's what I'd like to put into living room one on one. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think oh. so. Nah. Oh no, that's my worst one ever. <laughs> it's just not a strong enough case. It's just not a strong enough case. I just don't believe you couldn't throw out half of that stuff. I think it's your fault. And you designed the cupboard. I accept you didn't have a lot of space to play with. But, you know, I don't know. You make your bed, you know. Nah, well, I don't think so. No. That's, that's really uh, <laughs> put a downer on my, on my day, actually. Right, we're, we're almost out of time, but should we do – Can I can I do a quick one? Of course you can, but – I'm I'm still reeling from that. <laughs> um, okay, right. I've got one. I think we'll have to be quick here because you spent so long doing yours selfishly. Um, yeah. Is it's happy Happy Friday, right? Happy Happy Friday, Happy Tuesday, as like an opening salvo, as a greeting. Happy Tuesday. Just to remind you, my pop up is on uh, this evening. You know, um, we'd love you okay. all to come and. And is this in a purely? Is this in a purely kind of um, annoying marketing way? Then is that no, no? I I, I see it from people. It's from you know. It's not really from. No, it does happen with companies, but I I see it from individuals. Yeah, I mean, I've done it. I so I'm feeling a bit uh, insecure about it. Um, Why? Why? What do you mean you've done it? When? When have you done it? Why would you? Why would you do that to me? Well, I don't know whether I've done it to you, but it's like I just sort of. I don't know if it's a Monday and I'm sending a message to somebody. I might say Happy Monday, Tom. It's like you know, what? FFS. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Don't do yeah. that. Why not? I mean, what's wrong with why it? Why would you Happy Monday? Thanks. That doesn't mean anything. What do you want? It means it means let's celebrate the fact it's Monday. It's ironic. Why would because yeah? Look, Happy Monday because of the Happy Mondays and because. Yeah. Monday is, you know, everyone knows it's the shittest day of the week. It's branding yeah. quite strong. Yeah. I probably would just about accept Happy Monday on a ironic uh, level. Yeah. But, you know, Happy Tuesday but, onwards, definitely not. Okay. Well, thinking about it, here's the thing. I've done it a couple of times, I think, with Happy Monday. Oh, and I think just just in a couple of, like, in a couple of messages. And then... I remember, I do remember sort of thinking about how am I going to open this, 
email to somebody and and it going through my mind of saying like happy thursday or something like that. and then i thought no that is really crap that's just <laughs> that's just like really annoying and like a kind of crap thing to do so yeah now i've thought about the thought process that i had going to use it i think it's maybe just a couple of times i've used it on a monday so but you think it's become a thing do you like a lot of people are doing it most definitely become a thing it is a thing and is it because like people don't don't know that you know they don't know what kind of day it is. A lot of the days are the same. People working from home and stuff no, like that. It's nothing to do with that. It's just a new greeting. It's just a new form of greeting. But I don't. And what like is it, it about it that really going. annoys you? It's because it's a bastardization of happy birthday, and it doesn't mean anything. Your but it's happy birthday because it's your birthday. Happy Monday. Happy Friday. It doesn't mean anything, you know? It's just like a meaningless mm. variation. But people, that, I suppose, are trying to... It's trying to be funny, aren't they, that there isn't anything to celebrate in no, it's the not fact of it be being no. Wednesday. No, but, but I, I think they're trying to be funny. They no, might not be funny, no, but they're trying agree. to be funny and doing it. I don't think they are trying to be funny. I think what they're trying to be, much worse, is kooky. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think they're trying to be kooky. Yeah. Which is unforgivable, isn't it? Um, yeah. Do you, I mean, do you want to outlaw kookiness then? Yeah, actually. Completely. Yes, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. kookies are right though, isn't it? Um, I mean, you know, Izzy Sooty? Yeah. Who, yeah. Um, yeah. I would describe her as kooky, and I think that's a good <laughs> form of kookiness, isn't it? Do you ever describe her as Izzy Kooky? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that is, that is. Um, yeah. Um, Oh. So what about all all kookiness is going to be outlawed unless it relates to Iz- Izzy Sooty? No, because we might have forgotten another adorable kook. That's true. Actually, um, the one, the um, who's 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 the actor who's in um, Flight of the Concords who plays the oh, Kristen Schaal. She's she's great, and that's kookiness, isn't it? I think, but but well, it is. But there's like a hard, there's a sharp edge under Kristen Schaal. Oh, there's an edge. Can, there's an edge. You can, of course. you can tell. So it's like the kookiness is really like I was going to say the sheath for a knife, but sheath is a bit of a loaded word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, especially in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You and your long, thin ten incher. Um, oh God. But, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, or no, I don't want to outlaw kookiness. I'm worried. You're right. There could be some dolphins caught in that, in that tuna. Yeah, they could. I mean, they could. Um, you said dolphins like as if it was, um, part of the word of endorphins. Um, (laughs) then like, so, uh, don't make me paranoid about another word. Don't, don't give me any roses. Say dolphins again. Dolphin. Uh, It was all right that time. How do you say it? Dolphin. Dolphin. You said yeah. um, earlier in our chat before we recorded, you said the surname of um, Michael Moore, didn't you? Now, yeah. I know I say Moore in quite a Scottish way. It's one mm. of my most Scottish words, Moore. But you say it in a really good way. Can you say it? Say, um, say Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Yeah, that is so good. I, yeah. could, I could like eat that for breakfast the way that you well, say Moore. Well, Mel, Mel. Mel talks about me saying moors all the time and like she likes it. Um yeah. the fact that it's it's almost like a double syllable, but I've never noticed saying it, you know, that I say yeah, yeah, it yeah, untoward, yeah. but that's the northeast way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um it's almost literally delicious. Um, <laughs> live delicious. That's my motto. 
Yeah. Um, right, you we better... tattooed on your arm. <laughs> Throwback one for the real fans there. Yeah. Um, so what are we wanting to put into Living Room 101? God, I was just um, about to say we better wrap it up. And I didn't even remember <laughs> that you hadn't put it in yet. Happy Friday happy or Friday. happy... Happy, so, happy any day of the week, apart from I'll let Monday out if you insist, but happy okay, day so of this, the week. This is not going to appear. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll put it in. Yeah, good. You see, that one yeah. doesn't feel like charity. I feel like I earned that one. Yeah, no, because I, 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 I remember the thought process I had when I was going to use it. and um, also, yeah, I think, it's good for you, isn't it, that it's gone? It's a bit like not yeah. having chocolate in the house means that you won't eat chocolate, you know? It means people will have to open with something else, like more interesting, won't they? Just even like, I quite like just a line of a bit of information of some, you know, not pertaining to the actual email itself. I like that as an opener. Can you give me an example? Oh, I've just, well, just a funny opener, you know, of like, oh, I've just been, you know, um, putting the bins out and um, I found a dead cat. Or something, I don't know. Well, you can but do it's that, like, but that's not where Happy Tuesday would come in. Because Happy Tuesday is to someone you don't know that well. Yeah, it's but that's the, what I'm saying. Like, you have to be more creative. Of, I hope this email finds you well, you know. So you can't yeah. say, dear, you know, um, agent of someone I'm hoping to work with, I've just been putting <laughs> the bins out and I saw a dead cat. Would it be possible to pass a message on to Izzy <laughs> It's it's funny, isn't it? But um, emails to agents are the thing that pop up in my head when you were saying happy fire and all that. It's the openers are so difficult, like they're so difficult to kind of like because you want to be. There's so many. They're so loaded because you want you want oh, you want to be put across the image that yes, you have a talented client. No, they're not a twat. Yes, yes, they're going to say something interesting. No, they're not going to be annoying. And like oh, there's so much stress in writing those emails. Oh no, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, the Happy Friday is gone. So now what yeah. I'm saying is people are going to have to be more creative with their openers. Oh, see, that, that's the problem. You're such an optimist. You think they will. They won't. A new awful thing will pop up, and then I'll have to put that in Living Room 101. And I'll okay. have to just keep going until a better, more creative thing comes along, you know? Yeah. It's a little bit like... Um... <laughs> how we conduct ourselves on this podcast. We just keep going until a better, more creative yeah. thing comes yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, Chris, we should wrap it up. All right then, Tom. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say bye-bye now. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say bye. Bye.